It's great to welcome back a woman, a very talented woman. She is a Tony nominee, Emmy Award-winning actress, singer, recording artist, very talented lady. She's been down here many times before in our area here in Sarasota, and she'll be back again real soon, and we'll let you know when that is. But we want to have her on today to talk about her Christmas CD, which she just put out. We're joined today by Liz Calloway, and Liz, good to talk to you again. How are you? I'm good. It's nice to talk to you, too, Doug. Yeah, it's been a couple of years, I guess three years since we chatted last time. I know you've been down here since we talked, but... Uh, Sorry we didn't get a chance I, to promote I, that. I, yes, well, I, and I, can I tell you the way the weather is in New York today? I wish I was in Sarasota right now. I hear there's some, uh, you know, I was watching some of the football over the weekend with the snow in the area, and you're getting it today, I understand. Up there. Yeah, mostly like sleet. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge today. So it's, it's just talking to someone in Sarasota <laughs> makes me feel a little bit warmer. I, I grew up in Long Island, so I don't miss that weather. I know it well, so that's why I'm down here full-time. Yeah, blame you. <laughs> well, first of all, congratulations. Uh, I'm glad I saw your posting on Facebook, and, and I'm glad we could uh, kind of talk today uh, uh, when you posted about your, your Christmas uh, CD, uh, Merry and Bright is the name of it, right? Yep, that's right. I um, I produced it myself. It was uh, It's always been on my bucket list to have a, to have a Christmas album because I love Christmas music. And uh, I decided this year, I was like, you know what? Why not produce it myself and, and, and learn something new about the business? And uh, it was a real labor of love, and, and now it's out, and I'm really excited about the response to it. It's been really great. So this may be just, I'm hoping to do another, you know, volume two maybe next year. Is it difficult? I mean, obviously there's so many songs to choose from, and, and you pick five great ones. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the titles in a minute, but uh, I guess that's a big challenge. And, that, and then when you do that, you have to kind of pick uh, or choose arrangements or make arrangements of your own, right, to fit your style or what you want to do. Yes. I mean, that's always, that's actually the fun part uh, of doing an album is, is coming up with the arrangements. It is hard choosing because obviously there's so many wonderful Christmas songs. Um, so, you know, in this time because I was I decided to start small and do five songs, also is an experiment to see if people would buy, you know, it, it, it's a, uh, it, it costs half the price of a regular CD. Originally I was just going to do a, a digital download and then I did a I uh, took a poll on Facebook, and everyone said, oh, no, we like to buy CDs of Christmas music. Mm. Um, so even though our world is evolving into a more digital world musically, um, people are very traditional when it comes to Christmas. So it's like, okay, I'm going to do five songs. And, and so I, I really picked the five I wanted to do, you know, first. Um, although, obviously, I could do many volumes, like sure. Johnny Mathis. <laughs> he, has, <Right. laughs> he has yet another. I love his Christmas albums. He has another one out this year, which is wonderful, by the way. Uh, oh, a new one. Um, I didn't know he had a new one coming out this year. Yeah, it's a new one. In fact, mm. I, was, um, I, I was so happy. My, my CD was mentioned in Entertainment Weekly uh, as, a, as a new 
Christmas album to get, and in the same sentence, they mentioned Johnny Mathis. And I was like, oh, my God, I wow. remember the same sentence as Johnny <laughs> Mathis. So that was cool. I saw a picture of him recently, and he looks the same to me as he always did. I guess he never gets any older, old Johnny. No, and he sounds <laughs> the same. I saw him in concert a few years ago, and he sounds great. I don't yeah. know how old he is, but he can still sing. I, I, he's got to really. be in his 70s because he started in the, in the mid-late 50s, so he's got to be around 70-something. But uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think it. so. Yeah, you're right. But he really, he's taking good care of his voice because he sounds the same. Producing the CD was, you know, just all the, usually recording companies have staff to do things. And I did everything myself, which was fun, but it was like, oh, I have to learn this. Oh, you have to do publishers, and oh, you have to do this, and mastering, and whatever. <laughs> so there's a huge learning curve, and, and it's given me a new appreciation of what goes into making um you know, a Christmas album or any album, um, and it's fun to to it's fun to learn new things. You know, and uh, and it, it's and so now that it's out, it's even more rewarding mm -hmm. because I you know I put so much of my time and effort into it, and it was a family affair because I do a song with my sister and and I did there's a song with my son who just graduated from college and um, he arranged um, this really fun acapella. Uh, song and he sang all the parts with me so that was fun to do something with my son on this as well yeah just the titles so i'll read them off joy to the world growing up christmas list the silent night and mary did you know that's with uh, your sister ann and hampton calloway for those folks who are not aware they're sisters uh, santa claus is coming to town that's the one that features your son nicholas and then have yourself mm -hmm. a merry little christmas so great great uh, great array of titles there good songs oh thank you have yourself a merry little Christmas, Judy Garland. Introduce that, right? And uh, meet me in St. Louis. Right, right. That one that's always gets one, me. I mean, that, that has that great probably... poignant, uh, poignant style or to it that really gets you. Yeah, I mean, there's something about that song. I mean, Chris, I, I, I love all Christmas music, and I really wanted to do a combination of some traditional and then, uh, you know, some contemporary music. But um, have yourself a merry little Christmas is a very, you know. That, that song always gets me. Yeah. There's just something about it. It's the emotion of that song I love. And the one you do with uh, with your sister? Uh, you've worked with your sister, obviously, uh, with the road show. A uh, couple different yeah. versions of that. Uh, how was that recording with her? <laughs> you like oh, that? Oh, it was great. <laughs> it was, we, had, we had such a good time. You know, Anne has a wonderful Christmas album also called This Christmas, and I did a duet with her on her Christmas album many years ago, mm -hmm. which we recorded in, like, Los Angeles in July, <laughs> and um, um, so of course I knew I wanted to do a song with her, and so we got together in each other's homes and and just worked on the arrangement together, and it was it was just really special, and, and she's been so supportive of this project, and I know she's very proud of me for taking on, um, you know, producing something, and and uh, uh, it was it just meant the world to me to have the song. With her and I'm, and I and I love how it turned out. I think yeah. it's um, the reaction to it has been wonderful. And the CD is available. Just I'll give out a couple of places here. I guess you can go to Amazon, right, and get it there, right. and also on iTunes, right? Uh, is, is right, that correct. And also LizTunes.com. Is that is that the iTunes site? LizTunes.com will take you to actually will take you to Amazon and, and to all my all my different okay. albums. So, uh, yeah, or you just type in your name and it'll come up somewhere on the Internet. But, uh, but yeah. that'll be <laughs> I guess that's a challenge, though, Liz. I mean, I've talked to other you know, singers and musicians, uh, like you said, with the, uh, you know, the digital age and all that. It's a different world. It's not the old days where you have a record to produce or promote and you can just buy it at uh, you know, the Target store. It's a different way of uh, getting music out there, right? 
Right, it's true. And I, I made a decision kind of at the beginning of this year to um, kind of embrace all things digital and new technology. And instead of, you know, instead of complaining about, oh, the music business has changed, why not see how you can use it? How, how can you use technology and, 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 and uh, as a way to make more music? And, and my ultimate goal, I mean, this really was an experiment um, in many ways, experiment to see if I could produce something, mm -hmm. and it's an experiment to see um, how people react to a five-song EP, which is what tech, the technical term is, an EP when it's under... Um, when it's under 60 minutes of music, it's an EP. Ultimately, I would love to record a lot more often and more five-song EPs. I'd love to do something of movie music and something of lullabies and some, you know. Right. So this is sort of, if this sells well, then I, I think it's an opportunity to make more music, more albums more often because, you know, in this day and age, it's so expensive to make a full album. You know, I don't. I don't want to record every six years. I have some, so much more music in me that I'd love to record. Right. Whereas back in the day, everyone would record a new album every year. You know, back right. in the golden age of recording. <laughs> so, and and so, I'm hoping that that you know, by doing things and doing things more, you know, digitally and whatever, that maybe it's an opportunity that I can make more music instead of you know. I think it's just kind of how you your attitude is towards things. Right. You, know, you have to reframe things and look at it from a positive angle. At least that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's, it's I mean, the whole industry, broadcast industry, everything's changed because of it. And you, oh, you, can, you can complain about absolutely. it, but it's not going to do anything unless you get involved with it, right? So you got to right. find a way to make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to join in and 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 uh, and then and there are, and turn it into a positive. So, yeah. which is what I'm, I'm trying to do. And actually, so far, I'm delighted with the response of, um, uh, of, of how the, the album is doing and selling. And, and, you know, a lot of it has to do with social media. And, and that's like the new way you market things. And uh, so I've, you know, making a real concerted effort to be, you know, really work on all that. And it's, you know, huge work in progress. And I'm, I'm keeping a list of things I've learned to <laughs> this time and to do next time. But I really hope it's um, the start of a whole catalog of other recording projects that I'm, I'm hoping to do. The start of something big, as Steve Allen once wrote. Exactly. <laughs> you you exactly. recorded a lot of, uh, too, being on Broadway. You, you've done your share, I would imagine, of, uh, of cast albums. Do they still do those for Broadway shows? Yes, they do, yeah. miraculously. I was wondering. They, 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 still, they still do it for most uh, for most albums. And, in fact, I've done some small, like, some. I've done some off-Broadway shows. I, I did a wonderful show many uh, in 2001 called The Spitfire Grill. Oh, yeah. And it started previews. It was at Playwrights Horizons. It started previews a couple days before 9-11. So, obviously, when 9-11 happened, it was just the timing of it. it you know, the show didn't run. I think it ran a month. Right. And, and ultimately, it's a show that was so good, I think it should have moved to Broadway or, or had a long run off-Broadway. But we did do a recording of it, and by doing a recording of it, it's done all over the country now. So mm -hmm. it, may, it maybe wasn't a, a big success in New York, but a lot of theater companies have done it. So, so it's important for the longevity of a, of a show to be recorded. There are companies who will, who will take on the finance. I don't, I don't know how profitable they are, but uh, 
thank goodness they still do cast albums. Yeah, I was going to say, I grew up in New York, so I got to see some of them, but, but you really learn about the history of theater and, and those songs by listening to the... The cast albums. That's how I, you know, you get a lot of the music from, you never see the show, obviously, you know, they might be 30, 40 years previously, but those shows live on at least with the music. Even if you don't see the right. show, you get a sense of it from listening to those albums. Right, and a, and a, and a good cast album is, is, is as good as the show. Sometimes it's better than the show. You know, right. I remember the first Broadway show I ever saw was Company, and I loved it, but I had the cast album first. Now, of course, I was like nine or ten. Yeah. And so when I went there, and I just loved it. So then when I went to see the show, I loved the show, but it was a little different than the cast album. I was like, wait, they're doing it wrong. That's not how it goes. <laughs> but they had changed it specifically, like the opening number. They changed it to, to make it better for the album. So it was, it was funny, but it was a huge influence on, on me. And um, so unfortunately, cast albums are still being done. Nobody better than Elaine Stritch in that, right? Oh, God, wow. yeah. Did you ever see the making of it? There was I a, did. It's a great documentary. Yeah, that's yeah, a wonderful that, That's where I was really introduced to it. I didn't, didn't see that show originally, but yeah, great, great documentary. Yeah. Well, they made her do it again, I think. Uh, <laughs> I guess they made her come in like a Wednesday or something between matinees or before matinee to re-record the ladies through lunch. Remember that in the documentary? Yeah. yeah. You know, it just was, uh, <laughs> I put this up on Facebook because um, in 1982, no, 1981, um, uh, Merrily We Roll Along uh, was my first Broadway show, oh, Stephen sure. Sondheim's, and, um, and and so I put something up about it. And then the the day that we two the show ran two weeks, and the day after we closed, we recorded the cast album all mm. day and night. So you can imagine we were all depressed and exhausted, but then we so lucky that we did the cast album. But it was so full of emotion and and heartbreak and it was uh it was incredible it was an incredible that was my first time doing a cast album tough day to have to do it though i mean they couldn't have waited a couple of days <laughs> no, no it was just the time i think i think they had planned on doing it on yeah. that day well, and maybe we didn't know we were going to close yeah that's a tough day yeah that, that was a great like you said the documentary on uh, ladies who lunch i understand lane stritch just moved out of new york not too long ago i saw that online yeah right. and I, I i heard that she's having a hard time hard time being away from New York. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was surprised That's quite that an adjustment, that. but boy, she, you know, she's something. Yeah, she was still performing until about a year ago. I know she did some show in New York. Uh, yeah, no, she would perform but, at the Carlisle, and yeah. she lived at the Carlisle and Hotel, and uh, yeah, no, God bless her. Yeah. And I think it's hard, because she was, it's, I think it was hard for her to leave. And, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Great yeah, I wish her all the best. Well, you're a great talent, too, Liz, and we thank you for uh, spending a few minutes with us today here at WTMY. Again, Merry and Bright is the name of the uh, EP. I, I guess it's, it's still a CD, but it's called an EP. Yeah. <laughs> and you can get it, uh, again, go to LizTunes.com or at Amazon. Just look up Merry and Bright, and, or just look it up online, and it'll show up. And Liz, appreciate you taking some time today, and uh, please let us know uh, when you're headed down this way. We'll uh, either have you on the phone or definitely in studio uh, when you're in town. Yes, and, and, you, and Doug, you and I will go on the tennis court. We will. Yeah, I got out there for the first time in a while. A little rusty, but I'll get it back. <laughs> okay, all right. So you have a goal. Work on I your have tennis a goal. game. So the next time I'm in town, we'll play. We will. Thank you, Liz. Hey, happy holidays. Happy Christmas nice to, to you. Nice to talk to you again. Very good. Talk to you soon.
things you simply can't do at any other time of year. Enjoy all the excitement that winter provides with Big I'm Stan Brock. 30 years ago, I formed Remote Area Medical to help people overseas. But then we found generations of families in America isolated by poverty from the health care they need. Together, we can take dental, vision, and medical help to a million adults and their kids right here at home in the United States of America.